0: Uh, you're listening to Podark Fancast, a podcast that's usually about Podark. Sometimes created by the following fangirls.
1: <laughs> I'm Michelle. I live in the states. Um, you can find me on Tumblr at Podark Muses, and I tweet at musings.
0: And my name is Rita. I live in England. I Tumblr at Princess Podark, and I tweet at Rita Bites.
1: And welcome back to another quarantine minisode. We're here every week during the lockdown with a new mini-sized podcast to listen to. And this week we watched the last three episodes of the 2018 TV adaptation of Picnic at Hanging Rock. This is the second of a two-part special, so please go back and listen to last week's podcast if you missed it.
0: God, you must be very confused if you start here.
1: (laughs) Yes, in episode three, although... You may have been pleasantly more surprised than, than you were when you started on episode one.
0: So, what did you think of the last three episodes? I know you really struggled last week.
1: <laughs> um, they were an improvement over um, the first three episodes. Um, the Episode four was still really kind of super long <laughs>
2: um,
1: uh, for 60 Minutes. But um, Episodes 5 and 6 picked up the pace, and um, um, Episode 6 really, quite frankly, flew by. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it flew by. I was like, oh my God, how how, how, is, this, how is this an hour? Because <laughs> I feel like it just kind of went whipping on by. Um, but yeah, um, enjoyed them more than the, the first three.
0: Yeah, I I really really did like them. Um, I was, as I was watching the last episode, it occurred to me that maybe this show was would be better if we like binge watched the whole six episodes together, because there's something mm. about uh, how it's sort of paced where all of the different um timelines start to merge together and weave in and out and it's a very Mm -hmm. at the the first three episodes they were much more distinct and i think by the Mm -hmm. time you got to the last episode it was cutting in between them much quicker and it just sort of built a pace much nicer yeah um yeah yeah so I, i thought it was good
1: that that would have been a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. You know, that's that 6 hours of television. Um not that I've not done that before, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> Very true, very true. Uh
0: yeah, some of these episodes were quite a struggle to get through, but I really I really liked the last two in particular.
1: Yeah. Really really enjoyed how the stories and particularly the backstories that helped to provide the puzzle pieces, um, to kind of why this was all so, why this was all so strange and, and why all of this was happening. Um, really, really enjoyed that.
0: And I think, um, I got much more used to the tone as well. There was, it was a bit Mm -hmm. like a, it's sort of like a psychedelic trip watching this show. You Yes used to how like it there's these shots where it would like zoom in and out and the focus would change and the angle would shift and you'd be like ah oh. mm-hmm. I, I think um it just takes a while for you to get used to that weird discombobulating atmosphere
1: yeah
0: i think like at first i was like this is just weird i don't know if i like it <laughs> But it definitely added something like to the tone. And by the time you get to the third episode, like that all kind of made sense to me. And it really, Mm -hmm. really worked. Um, One -hmm. thing I've got to mention is all of the scenes with all of the smoke and the mist and everything was like so beautiful.
1: I know. I I mean, it was, it was, it was lovely. Um, It was lovely. And, um, you know like you just said you know the the really quite modern um stylings around how it was uh filmed cut edited um really made much more sense in the with the last three episodes because it all really had a dreamlike quality yeah. um and initially didn't really get that in the first couple episodes but as we move through the the last three it made much more sense definitely so and I
0: think part of that is that you got more of a focus on the aboriginal characters um mm-hmm. they were like largely absent for the first three episodes and then it was like smack bang <laughs> here they are
1: yeah, it's like, hey, guess what? You've been you here know, the, like the whole always... time
0: and you didn't even
1: notice. <laughs> <laughs> kind of typical, but, you know,
0: mm. Um. all right. So what did you think about the ending in particular? That last episode was wild.
1: It really was. It really was. Um, but, um, you know, it was... It was so cool watching uh Mrs. Appleyard mm. just really come uh unglued. Yeah. You know, um I uh so yeah, I really enjoyed it. The, the the heartbreaking story of Sarah um is just so sad. Um you know, and really the the poor girl um, really did get the raw end of the deal, um, and the fact that you know we find that I knew when you know A- Apple Yard was saying, "Oh, she's gone." You know her 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 uh, dude came to pick her up. She's gone. She won't be back. Yeah. I knew that she was dead <laughs> and she was somewhere. In or in the house or on the property, someplace, because I was just like, She just vanished. <laughs> Mitch, you, you, it's like, it's like, you, 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 you need to be ashamed of yourself. And, you know, for her, the fact that that Sarah was gone, you know, that was just an inconvenience that was kind of taken care of. And she was like, Okay, great. Don't have to worry about her anymore. And I love the fact that, you know, we get to the, the point where she says i chose the wrong lie." yeah <laughs> yeah
0: i don't know like Damn. maybe this is my natalie uh, dormit instincts kicking in but i did feel kind of bad for mrs applebyard she's in the situation where she's had all these girls go missing um and that mm-hmm. and every all the other girls are being yanked out all she's left is this mm-hmm. orphan that she's not getting paid for and then when she goes missing she sort of has to scramble to try and cover that up because, you know, if she doesn't, she is completely fucked.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: So I think her reaction was kind of just um, somebody trying to survive. That is basically what mm-hmm. you get from her backstory. She is a survivor. She will do anything to yeah. get through. Um, but I think she saw so much of herself in, that, in Sarah as well that when she's she finds her dead body. I think then and there she decides, you know. Okay, that's it. I'm over this. This, uh, I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't do this. Mm-hmm.
1: Really, I thought the the ending was was good.
0: I liked that they they managed to find a way of weaving the um, all of the girls' journey up the rock with mm-hmm. with hers as well. Yes. And the yes. idea that like it's all sort of taking place at the same time
1: um mm-hmm. uh, was mm-hmm. really
0: yeah really really cleverly done and it's it it's not mm-hmm. something that you get in in the novel and the novel is just she finds sarah's body and then immediately just starts walking up hmm. um to fling herself off so the idea that they had of like they almost hear her coming um i thought that was like so yes. clever i was just like wow
1: yeah it's like, who's that? You know, and uh, I and you initially think, oh, it's, you know, the dude that's still following. So creepy. Um, <laughs> so creepy. I know, right? I know. I right? thought it was
0: Miss McCraw. Oh. I was like, oh, she's going to come up and they're going to do something together. And, and then it was like, oh, well, you don't get to find out. <laughs> you, you don't get to know.
1: Exactly. So, and I really enjoyed it.
0: So, yeah, um, in the original book ending, um, Mrs. Appleyard, distraught over the events that have occurred, she kills herself by jumping from uh, the peak on Hanging Rock. And then afterwards, you get like a pseudo historical um, extract from a 1913 Melbourne newspaper article that's written both the, the college and the Wood End police station. Uh, their records for the investigation were kept, were destroyed by a bushfire, which I'm like, do, do, do,
2: do, do, do. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> nature has come uh-huh. for this uh, in, the, in the summer of 1901. Uh, and then in 1903, rabbit hunters come across a lone piece of frilled calico at the rock, believed to have been part of the dress of the governess, Miss McCraw, but neither she nor the girls are ever found. And that's just, mm-hmm. you know an unanswered mystery which has like for the past 40 years been very heavily speculated on um and then in i think 1987 um there was uh according to the editor sandra forbes who was Lindsay's original uh editor she she mm-hmm. um helped she came forward um with the final chapter where the mystery was actually solved in the original draft of this Ooh. novel like that you actually get to find out what the hell happened uh, but her editor suggested that they remove it um and mm-hmm. after she died they they published it as a standalone book uh called the secret of hanging <laughs> rock because they were like L-. "Gee, that's <laughs> they were like let's make some money off this uh Exactly. So, if you want everybody who's like dying to know, the chapter opens with Edith fleeing back onto the picnic area with where uh, Miranda, Irma, and Marion push on. Uh, each girl begins to experience dizziness. and feels as if she is being pulled from the inside out. A woman suddenly appears climbing the rock in her underwear, shouting through, and then faints. Uh, this woman is not referenced by name and is apparently a stranger to the girls, yet the narration suggests she, she is Miss McCraw. Miranda loosens the woman's corset to help her revive her. Um, afterwards, the girls remove their own corsets and throw them off the cliff, which we saw in the show. Uh, the recovered woman points out that the corsets appear to hover in midair as if struck in time and they cast no shadows. She and the girls continue together. The girls then encounter what is described as a hole in space by which they physically enter a crack into the rock followed by a lizard. The unnamed woman transforms into a crab and disappears into the rock. (laughs) (laughs) Marion follows her, then Miranda, but when Irma's turn comes, a balanced boulder, i.e. the hanging rock, slowly tilts and blocks the way and the chapter ends with Irma tearing and beating at the gritty face of the boulder with her bare hands, which is why when they find her, her hands are all scratched up in in the earlier. okay. Uh, So the missing material amounts to only about 12 pages. The remainder of the publication, The Secret Hanging Rock, continues discussion by other authors, including John Taylor and Yvonne Rousseau. The suspension of the corsets and description of the hole in space suggest the girls have encountered some sort of time warp which is compatible with Lindsay's fascination with the emphasis on clocks and time in the novel and the transformation into animals recall traditional indigenous Australian beliefs. It is wild, and you could not have a woman turn into a crab on screen. (laughs) Can you imagine?
1: No. I mean, as you were describing it, you know, of course, the uh, song by uh, Jefferson Airship, um a white rabbit <laughs> was playing in the background of my mind, you know.
2: One <laughs> day set up.
1: Yes, it was it's very it's very trippy.
0: I feel like I've not taken enough drugs to really appreciate this.
1: Exactly. Exactly when was when was this written? And do we know whether or not uh Lindsay was um uh, a fan of uh <laughs> Well yeah. um the <laughs>
0: novel was written, wait, 1967. But, uh, but Joan Lindsay was in her, I think, in her seventies by the time she wrote this. So she's like taking all those drugs. That would be
1: yeah, <laughs> very odd. <laughs> yes, yeah, she 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 took all the drugs. <laughs> but uh, wow, that's wild. And a uh, woman climbing the rock. In her underwear, shouting through, <laughs> and then say, through, through, like go through,
0: through. It Doesn't really make any sense to me, but okay. <laughs> um no. and, and also in the in the no. novel, Miss McGraw um, was kind of an older lady that was obsessed with maths, and her, like would not. She was very isolated. So mm. why she would do that makes no sense to me. Um, right. But. Right. Stone, Lindsay's dead and we can't ask her what the fuck she meant by any of this.
1: Uh, very <laughs> true. Very true. Um so Very true. Well that's that's kinda cool. So
0: what which ending do you think is better? I personally prefer just having the
1: mystery. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, because the you know what the explanation that they have here is mm, I no. think also, like,
0: we're not um, familiar with a lot of the aboriginal legends that that might be based on. So it's kind of mm-hmm. really left field for us.
1: I mean, you know, now that, now that we've done this, um, it makes me want to watch the film.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: And kind of see how they handled the, the whole thing. So I think that is on my list of, of things to watch as we continue the lockdown. (laughs) The lockdown. Lockdown. The lockdown.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just imagining, like, jail cells, like, you know when prisons go into lockdown? Yes. And alarms. Uh,
1: uh, uh, Everyone stay where you are! Yes, exactly.
0: Uh Kind of what what we're
1: doing right now, except not really. Not not really, if you're Dominic comics.
0: Anyway. Uh, yeah. So what were your favorite moments or scenes from the last
1: um, couple episodes? I think I really loved seeing uh, Appleyard's backstory. And, um, and the
0: fact that we were like, what was in the tin? What was in the tin? And then it was like, "Yes, it was
1: the Apple tin. Yard soap. <laughs> oh, my God. Exactly. Um, I also thought that um, Mademoiselle's... Um, search for Sarah and clues about uh, Sarah. Uh really enjoyed, really enjoyed the pacing of that. Um, I thought that they, that it went really well and loved her going through Apple Yard's desk and discovering I was you know, like all of fuck. this. Yeah, I know, right? And, you know, she opens the drawer and sees these two big bottles of booze. <laughs> yeah. And it's like oh had no idea she was taking up so much and uh yeah it, that was that was really really well done really enjoyed that
0: um I liked I liked pretty much everything really um <laughs> I like the fact that they've sort of fleshed out um is that, it's not Miranda the one that sound uh, Ma- mm-hmm. what is her name Marion? Ma- Marion. Marion um she's like pretty much a non-entity in the book and i like her little mm-hmm. lesbian backstory i thought that was yeah. it was good let get some queer inclusion in this yes Um, <laughs> and i loved when she was like okay but i i, I i'm your teacher and you're a child and we're mm-hmm. not gonna do this
1: um, right. I was so worried
0: that she would act on that. I was like, that's <laughs> not
1: okay, though. Mm-hmm. And... Exactly. It's like, I don't care what time of the of the, the, the universe it is. That is just not kosher. stay Still oh. your
0: teacher. Um, nope. Nope. And then um, I liked all of the, obviously, all of the backstory in London was, like, mm-hmm. amazing. And then, like, I got my final little scene between Michael Fitzhubert and his lover.
2: Yes. <laughs> when he was
0: like touching yes. his waistcoat. I was like, this is all I'm going to get and <laughs> I'm happy.
1: And, exactly. And it's like, okay, you don't stare at somebody's mouth that much and not wind up kissing them. <laughs> it's like, I'm just talking to your mouth and then glancing up and talking to your mouth again. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: I yeah. hope that they are living very happily off being rich together me
1: too um that was me too like
0: oh he's rich now too go be free exactly
1: it's like oh oh a thousand pounds oh well
0: (laughs) yeah Alrighty
1: then see ya and
0: then even even tom and minnie got their little like they're going off
1: yeah gonna have a baby
0: it's gonna be cute there's some happy endings amongst all of the misery and death (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. exactly mademoiselle you know, finally gets together with her dude and Yeah. So it's like, okay, so we do get we do get some some oh thank you, thank you, I needed that. Then we also get some really pretty awful things like the fire. (laughs) Oh my god. Um
0: That was that was horrible. That is (laughs) all I mean, that's also more fleshed out in the book because um she just leaves and then like a few chapters later you find out she's burned to death. And, like, seeing the dynamic between yeah her and her brother was so disgusting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I felt, yeah. I, you know, as much as I hated Dora, <laughs> I felt so mm-hmm. bad for her. Of course she's the way she is. Her brother is yeah. so emotionally abusive.
1: So, yeah, I mean, it, um, you know, if we talk about, you know, things that we didn't enjoy, that, that was... That was a really distressing and hard scene to watch. It, you know, but as you said, it explains so much. who she is and why she is. But uh, oh god, what a way to go!
0: I, I also quite like that little flashback when to when uh, Mrs. Appuyod was setting up the uh, college, and she's like interviewing Madame, and then you sort of get this sense that yes. she's taking in all of these like lost women. You've got mademoiselle Mm -hmm. who's all alone and then that one of the other teachers whose name i can't remember the one whose husband left her um Mm -hmm. and then you've got this weird Mm -hmm. dora and very obviously gay (laughs) miss mcgraw yeah i think she's in uh, in a weird way i think she when she started this college i think she probably tried to um create a little haven for all these lost women and start mm-hmm. over and and like mm-hmm. live together and then it's all just been fucked over in large part i think because miranda is a psychopath um yeah just as much yeah. as i feel bad for her getting her hand whipped i'm still like all you had to do was wear a corset and go to school for another year and you d- you decided to just blow everyone's universe up
1: (laughs)
2: exactly
0: i felt so bad for her parents as well her mum and her dad her dad in particular seemed so nice and now that now Mm -hmm. they've lost their daughter and i you know in many ways i think they were just trying to do what's best for her and it obviously made her Mm -hmm. feel stifled and i i understand that but you know there was a lot of love in that household and i like fully resent Mm -hmm. that like even even with her actions, she's like screwed up Sarah's life because she was gonna go there for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad, and I really hate Miranda. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh oh, the other scene. It wasn't that I I hated it. It was I just had a visceral reaction to it. Uh, was when they made their vow. Oh
0: god, I could not watch and, that.
1: And the, with the rose, the roses. Oh, <laughs> I, I
0: can't watch anybody <clears throat> cut their own hand on no. television. But that lasted like a good ten no. minutes of just blood and petals. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> blood and petals. <laughs> hey, there's, there's, there's the title for this episode: blood and petals. <laughs> yeah. oh,
0: god, can you imagine the germs they're sharing? Uh oh. You don't get corona. Oh no.
1: Oh no. No, no, no. No, we don't have to go um, there.
0: So yeah. how much would you give the show out of ten?
1: How much did I give um Eleanor's project Eleanor and Jack's project? I think you gave it an eight. I think you've been pretty generous. Yeah, this one I think I'm ha- I'm gonna have to go with like a maybe a six. Ooh.
0: <laughs> that is Yeah, maybe for a you, six. that is that is
2: quite dark.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, the first three episodes were just very difficult. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, uh, the the six is really for the, you know, if I think about it, I would give the last three episodes like a seven and a half, eight, um, and the first three episodes probably like a three. Wow. So kind of <laughs> average. out. really hated it. Out, it. A- averaging it out, it's like, you
0: know, six, something like that. I totally get that. I think the only thing that got me through those first episodes is I knew where the story was going, and I was sort uh-huh. of just, like, waiting for it to kick into gear. Yeah. Um, I'd give this sort of a, a seven or, like, maybe a seven and a bit. Maybe, okay. like, 7.2. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> um, ah! I did really enjoy parts of it and i think it deals with a lot of subjects that um
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's not very prevalent in a lot of other period dramas that we watch um, yeah. but some of the execution was a bit off some of the characters was were just like unbearable mm-hmm. miranda i'm looking at you oh yeah um, <laughs> and um as much as i really enjoyed like the styling and and just honestly just the way the show started where it would they would go bump and you would see the titles and then it would go into the show mm-hmm. it was like really cool like yeah. aesthetically very pleasing but i honestly feel like this show would have been better if it was maybe like four episodes three episodes uh-huh. and they'd condensed a lot of the earlier stuff and just focused on the latest yeah stuff.
1: totally um, agree so yeah
0: some pacing issues Mhm.
1: You guys can kinda of sort that out. That would be awesome.
0: Um, we've got a email this week from oh, cool Rebecca. She said thank you for the quarantine party. I gave up on picnic at Hanging Rock after one episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think loving the book spoiled it for me, but have been enjoying the podcasts. Suggestions for future episodes. Uh, my cousin Rachel, which is twenty seventeen, extra points mm-hmm. for the Cornwall scenery. Nice. Um, Bell or Persuasion, nineteen ninety
1: five. Ooh!
0: I've never seen nineteen ninety five Persuasion.
1: <gasps> really? Oh. I've only, I
0: only saw the two thousand some seven, mm-hmm. two thousand and something one.
1: With um, with uh, Rupert Pen Penry Jones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. He. he, he. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Uh, my he, cousin he... Rach. Rachel, I've heard of, and everyone says it's really shit, so <laughs> oh
1: yikes, Bell, what is Bell
0: about? Have you not seen Bell? um it's the it's uh let me send you the link wait. How have you not seen Bell? everyone's seen Bell Bell is a 2013 British period film directed by Amas Shant- Asante oh, it's very hard to say. <laughs> It's it's that film that's inspired by that painting of Dido Elizabeth Bell beside her cousin, Lady Elizabeth Murray. And it's the one with the, she's holding the flowers and then there's the white chick. It's (sighs) like, (laughs) so I think her her mother was the enslaved African woman in the West Indies. Oh, yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. I have seen it. I have seen
0: it. Everyone's seen it. It's a great film. Um, Yeah, it is.
1: Uh, Yeah, Persuasion, the 1995 version. uh, (laughs) uh, Given your feelings about the um, 90s Pride and Prejudice.
0: uh, (laughs) Am I not going to like it?
1: I don't know. I think you might.
0: Oh, my God. Looking at the pictures of it, these people seem like they're very old. Yeah. I I think that's the one thing I struggle with. She's supposed to be like 25 at most. <laughs> She's on the shelf everyone twenty five is an old lady
1: <laughs> but um it oh, there is something about is it siren Hines? i i you know me I always butcher Celtic names or uh, yeah, I always butcher them but the the gentleman that i think plays, it's probably
0: Kieran isn't it here, it could be. I, oh, who knows? For, girl, who you're knows. asking me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're asking me? No, don't do that. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> it could be Kieran, um, but what do I know? Who's the Amanda Root? Yeah. Is he got, like, a bossy thing going on? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know, man. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, he seems extremely unattractive to me. <laughs> This just could be in stills. It could be one of those things where you see him moving, and you're like, "Oh yeah, okay."
1: Yeah, he um, he has a very interesting look about him, um, and you see him obviously soften Aww. as as you know the the story goes on, and the the reunion of their reunion is really. Quite beautiful.
0: Okay, so are we going to watch this? Is this a movie or is it a TV show?
1: It is a TV show? Or was this on PBS? Captain Wentworth.
0: Okay, Wikipedia Whitworth. says it's a 1995 film. Is it like a TV film? Yeah,
1: yeah it was done by the BBC. Okay. It is um, 104
0: minutes. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it's not, like, you know, dreadfully long. Okay. So... It is um, it is a good one. Uh, I really enjoyed it. And then the newer one came out, and I was like, "Oh Lord, it's got him <laughs> in it." Oh, I am so watching this, and he was so perfect.
0: I always struggle he was with so um, perfect. Uh, in the in the novel, I find Wentworth to be kind of blah.
2: Hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Haters
0: are gonna hate, and I'm a hater. I think Anne is a really great um, uh, lead. I love Anne. Anne is great, and Wentworth is just just sort of exists to be there. I don't find him personally as charismatic as some of the
1: others, but let's uh, mm-hmm. let's see. But but and but I think that that is really the the point. Where you find you find that he has been he was so hurt. Yeah. So So hurt by um, her declination um, that it really just kind of balled him up, you know, walled him in, and you see those walls beginning to come down, um, you know, as the story progresses, and then you get that letter. Oh my God! which, Uh. Which is one of the greatest letters ever written. I mean, you know, the one... I cry every time I read that um, letter. uh, uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, and you you read that letter and you hear just how emotionally um, devastated he was by everything and how he has now, you know, found himself, you know, all of those things being reborn, And you're just like, oh my god, girl, stop reading. Go (laughs) Go find find him. Um, Get get off your butt. Go find him. Go find him now. uh, And then in the in (laughs) the the newer newer version, she
0: literally does and just like snogs him. Yeah, great.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. The the one thing about the newer version that um I didn't like was her run through bath. Yeah. (laughs) And the camera following her, and I was like, okay. I don't get motion sick, but I think I just might. I, I think it was just so longer.
0: long. Like, um, if it was yes. only like thirty seconds of running, it would have been fine. But it was several minutes, and it was just too long. Yes. Um.
1: <laughs> so I would be totally up for for watching this. I have, I actually have this, um, on DVD. I bought it. I, I actually, I think it's a UK
2: oh, um,
1: wow. DVD. So. I'll have to break out my region free player <laughs> to to watch it, which, you know, I don't mind at all.
0: <laughs> okay, so we've definitely decided on persuasion.
1: Woot everyone yes. get um, ready. I do I do want us to watch um, our favorite Pride and Prejudice though. Oh yes. I think I think we have to, <laughs> as as part of the the lockdown minisodes, so that you and I get a chance to just squeak our way, squeak our way through. An it's episode. on
0: Netflix at the moment, and I keep going past it. Like, oh, should I watch it? Like, it's it's like comfort mm-hmm. food to me. It's, it just makes me oh, so yeah. happy. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Watch. I think we'll watch Persuasion next week, and then the week after we can do. Pride and Prejudice. Let's just get all of the Austens out of the
1: way. <laughs> it's an Austin twofer. <laughs> an Austin Toofer. Awesome. Okay. So uh, that's it from us this week. Uh, as you just heard, we'll be back next week where we'll be talking about the 1995 uh, version of Persuasion um, filmed by the BBC. Um, and if you have any other suggestions about what we should watch, um, just or you just want to have a little chat, uh, please get in contact. Um, I know I've been uh, DMing with someone on about uh, Season 5 of Poldark, and Yay. It's, been, it's been very enjoyable. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, you can message us on the blog, um, email us at FanCast at gmail.com or find us on your social medias at Poldark FanCast. and as ever please do us a favor and write and review us on apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts thanks again so much for listening stay safe stay at home and take care don't
0: drive to durham
1: no no don't drive to durham don't drive to durham and don't walk your dog off leash no no
0: I <laughs> No, I, I, I get angry do as it. a dog owner. Don't do it. Uh huh. Mm hmm.
1: Okay. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> oh, we're not going to get
2: into that. Bye bye. No. <laughs> I step off the train. I'm walking down your street again and past your door. You don't live there anymore. It's years since. Excuse you-